Rhythm, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you got to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. Uh... Welcome to another episode of Stranded Gotham, episode 70. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Make sure you check out all the other great shows on the network by heading on over to BOF, clicking the podcast dropdown, uh, Raimi Review, Batman Book Club, ELTD, Stranded Gotham, Italians for Spidey. It's all there. Uh, so make sure you check it out. It's an utter buffet of podcasts, uh, all to tickle your fancy. Um, let's see, where do we go from here? Uh, I am your co-host from the other side of the river. I am Peter Arvera, senior contributor to Batman Film. And today we are recording on March 26, 2022. And as always, we have a great show for you today. But before I get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind all of you, our faithful listeners, if you take to rate and review the show on uh, iP- uh, iPods, <laughs> podcasts on Apple, and uh, we read your review on air. You win a special Australia Gotham prize pack, so we do it every month. So make sure you get your review in because it's getting near. It's that time to crown a champion, a winner. And now, speaking of champions, let me introduce my partner in crime, the only man who outraced a train from Rockville Center to Merrick in the history, the history of the LIR. Ladies and gentlemen, a fellow Batman <laughs> film contributor. Eric Holzman. All right, this one's going to need a little bit of an explanation, I think. So well, I don't, I don't think so. You no, you run like the Flash, apparently. Ah, all right. Well, not exactly. It was a replica. <laughs> a replica. It was a replica train. Replica train. Did it yes. Run double A's. And it it went. Only like sporadically got faster. It didn't start at that speed. So I, I had a pretty big, nice head start and I was able to, you know, run from there. But um, yeah, that was a fun one. Those That one it was much, it was older in my life. So it was cool. Uh-huh. You actually got one from a more recent time. So that was fun to do. Well, I'm and, glad. Uh, I was on the Long Island Railroad today, actually. So wonderful very, train system. Very appropriate that you br- brought up this one on this story. <laughs> Uh, I got to meet. I got to go into Manhattan what you, today and what'd you hang do? out with Rick Shoe. With who? Dick Shoes? Yes, we hung out with Dick Shoes, and that's awesome. Was, uh, I'm yeah, sorry, I couldn't make it. I know. How, how was he? Was he extra dick or extra shoes? <laughs> he was a, a good balance of both. Good balance. Good balance. But uh, no, it was good to see him. He was here visiting with with Jen and their daughter, their stepdaughter. Well, his stepdaughter, her daughter. Uh, and it was just good to see him again. As you know, we saw each other a couple weeks ago in Texas, so it was just cool to see him again and see him in New York. He really loves New York, and it's, I always like seeing people who love the city, and they don't yeah. get to see it often because their great. eyes I just get it. really wide. How was it? Was the city vibing? Was it? Uh, yeah, the, it, it was the first nice. time I'd been back that it felt like old times, like pre-pandemic. That's good, That's good to hear. Yeah. That's very good to hear. Yeah, so uh, it was a, it was a good day. Uh, he got to meet Andrew, a friend of ours, fellow BOF, a BOFer, straight out of Gotham. He follows all our shows, so mm-hmm. he got to meet him. Wonderful. Um, so yeah, it was fun. It was a nice, nice day. It was good weather, so we it rained a little bit, sporad- like here and there, a little storm, but it was, 
It was kind of mixed and mostly sunny. So was he wearing flip flops? He was not, but he was wearing shorts. Was he wearing I'm socks? Like, I'm like, dude, I don't know. Actually, I didn't even look and see. Was Rick wearing socks? He wasn't wearing loafers though. He, I know that he was not wearing his loafers with no socks on. Okay, interesting. That's that's interesting. for certain. So yeah, well, so I'm glad he had fun. I'm sure he uh, tackled the city with effortless ease. Effortless ease. Yes, I'm sure he just <laughs> went from bougie bar to bougie bar. No, he didn't. I <laughs> eating I bone picked, marrow and <laughs> No, I picked Rudy's uh, to hang out at. And if you've never been to Rudy's, it's one of the. It's they call themselves the oldest dive bar in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And cool. every drink you get, you get a hot dog with. You can get a hot dog with it. Okay, that sounds like a place you want to be. So yeah, so it's <laughs> it and the beer's like cheap. It's go. like you could get beers for four or five bucks. You get pitchers okay. for twelve. Yeah, it's a really cool spot. So you guys so, are drinking Miller Lights? No, I was not. I drank some some um, German beer. No, I drank this. I don't know. It was it was a wheat? Grolsch. Was a wheat beer? It was mango flavored. I wanted to try it. It was pretty good. It was Grolsch. You had some Grolsch. <laughs> It's not Grolsch. You got some Grolsch. You're talking about standing Grolsch. No, it wasn't Grolsch. You're a Grolschinator. <laughs> I don't even. I can, I don't even think I've ever tried Grolsch. If I'm being honest, uh, you've never had a Grolsch. I've never. I, Everyone's I always. I tried. might have, but I don't recall. It's moment. always you're you're always like, man. I wonder what it's like to drink beer out of that bottle. <laughs> that green bottle. Well, there's other Grolsch. green bottles. Well, yeah, but doesn't Grolsch have the foil on the top? It's like yeah. a special green bottle, you know. It's Grolsch. Come on, Come on I don't bottle. know. I I haven't ever had it, so <laughs> you're more of a St. Pauli girl. Has has the foil on top. Does it? Okay, I, I I never drank that. Okay, Fair that enough. one does. So sorry, guys. We're we're like going off on this. Justin's here. like, where's the IPA talk? You guys are talking about beer. That's just so. <laughs> yeah, they were there. They had some IPAs there. But I don't like them, so oh, it's God, not my I thing. IPAs. I'm not an IPA guy. They're a little too bitter for me. Uh, so, but <laughs> give me beer, bear, bear. But we're but we we've had we've had a pretty exciting uh couple weeks here for at least in this area with uh St. Peter's of Jersey City making it to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it's pretty which cool, right? is pretty cool. Uh, it's a they're a mixture of New Jersey and New York kids that go there. And Shaheen Holloway is a guy from their coach is a guy from Queens. He went to Seton Hall, mm-hmm. so like there's a there's a very tri-state connection with this team. Yeah, uh, and they've been fun to watch. And I've now adopted them. Obviously, they're they were 15 seed, and you want to see you always Eric like loves New Jersey. Erica loves New Jersey. <laughs> it's yeah. official. It's fine. I, I love I love the underdog. So it's yeah. nice to have yeah. this story. It, they're not that far from where I work. You know, it's yeah. funny. Their campus isn't that big. So you're just kind of like, oh, man, all right. Like, bars must have been crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, like on Friday, Jersey City must have been popping. It must have been. It must have been crazy yeah. to, to be there. And, Jersey and to be City, just, Hoboken. Yeah. And to be like a, a alum of the school now must be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it actually there's a, a con- some connections to my hometown. Uh, Casey Nadefo, who's on the team, who's considered their best player, um, he went to Elmont High School, which is oh, the town nice. I grew up in. Do you think you could take him in, in a game one on one? No, I'm Come pretty on. sure I can't. Like how, how many? Like, you've gotten how many championships? This guy's got. Okay, granted, <laughs> it's like the Elite Eight's a big deal, right? But like you've gotten several champions, especially Long Island champions. You're you're very regional. You're not, you know, so like 
you're you're a local legend. Maybe maybe it's a maybe it a horse. A- maybe not because he's probably just way more just like in shape right now at the moment. But right. in a game of horse, I think you'd take him. Well, if it, maybe if it was a game to to like first shot wins, I could hit the first shot and then win because that would probably be my only shot at winning against him. But I think you sh- could dunk on him. Oh, I can't dunk. You can dunk on him. No. Yes, you not can. anymore. Stopping no. Models. Sorry. Can we? I cannot. We just talked about how you outran a train, Eric. I explained that. <laughs> oh boy. But no, there are more guys from Long Island on the team as well. Hassan Drame and a bunch of other people went to our Savior New, New American School. It's at Center Reach out of East on Suffolk County. So it's just a cool story for this area to have this nice New York, New Jersey kind of connection. Yeah, let's uh, do it. In the tournament. Which, Jersey, baby. Let's be honest. The the big teams in this area, which are St. John's, they didn't even make it. And Seton Hall got knocked out in the first round. Rutgers had a – they played, so, in the, I think, the playing game. They right? got the playing game, yeah. So, Jersey basketball taking over. Yes. So, if you are fans who like college basketball and you're in this area, you know, hop on the St. Pete train because we're – St. Peter's. It's going to be rough. Their next game is North Carolina. That's – that's a tough I draw. know. By the time people hear this, it could be over. Yeah. <laughs> be done. Well, yeah. We're, we but, are uh, rooting for them. Yes, we're rooting for them, and shout out to them and all those kids. It's it's awesome when a small school like that does does something like this. It goes on a run. So fingers uh, crossed. That's the great thing the about the tournament, four. right? Anyone could get hot and win. So it's mm-hmm. great. All right. Moving right along, let's go into the news because we we had it's, we have a lot of news actually. Uh, that broke. I feel like but, we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, we've been like, we've been mostly doing the Batman stuff. Well, because so. it's the greatest movie of all time, <laughs> a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, and since and since we've mostly been doing that, let's let's stick with it. Let's stick with the Batman to start this. Yeah, this, baby, let's go. Come this on. show, and of course, I'm talking about the scene. The scene, the scene that broke Twitter. Yes, the unnamed prisoner has been revealed. Ooh. Uh, who is he, Eric? Who is he? <laughs> I Tell don't me. know, Pete. Who is he? He is the Joker, of course. Oh! And it was cool. It was cool how they did Oof. it with the riddles, and you figure out the riddles, and then you yeah, that was dope. They, they release it, so that was a cool, another brilliant marketing <laughs> strategy by this. I just team. went on YouTube. It was on YouTube. <laughs> Just, well, that's what I did too. Like, I, did I didn't have to do that retroactively. I was like, loud. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's riddles. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I couldn't figure them out. I was like, damn, Gotham <laughs> would die if I was Batman. <laughs> I was like trying to figure these out. Like, I'm dumb. <laughs> but I just was like, oh, the, the riddles. And then I'm like, I clicked and I'm like, wait, I can just watch it. So I just, yeah, that's what I did. I didn't, I didn't figure them out. So I'm, I'm terrible. I cheated. I but, didn't figure out. I, went, I found the answers online. <laughs> I'm an idiot. But so let's start out with the look. Let's start with the look of this Joker. Now, as you all know, Pete and I got started watching Gotham. And when I saw the look of (laughs) this Joker, that's what I thought of. I immediately thought of it was probably Jeremiah more than Jerome on Gotham and how he looked as the Joker. And um, not my not my choice, not my favorite choice. I'll say Gotham. Uh, but it it works definitely for this world that that Reeves has built. So that was my initial reaction. What was yours when you just saw the look? We'll talk about the scene itself, but uh, actually, to be honest with you, I was I'm, we're on the same page here. I thought it looked like 
I don't know which version of Valeska like <laughs> stupid show did, but horrible TV show. I'm sitting there like, God damn it! Like I love this Batman movie, and they do this Gotham like, but it looks better than Gotham. It does remind yes. me of Gotham. It doesn't look. Um, I don't get people saying it looks like Ledger, uh, like because this thing is like hideous. I think it's just yeah. <laughs> I, I think, think it's just Ledger. the scar part. I, that I don't even are... think he's like scarred like that though. Like he doesn't have like the cut. Like so no. it's like it's different. Um. I liked how he looked through the glass that like, it looked like he was constantly smiling. It looked like he had like a clown like face. And I thought that was creepy. Um, the hair thing is weird. I wish he had more hair, but like, we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, I don't know. Like he said, he's been, he's basically been in Arkham for a year. So like, that's, I, I don't think he's like freshly burned and things are growing back. I think he's kind of been like, this is what he looks like. Right. Right. If he's, if he's coming, like, it's almost our anniversary. Um, so this is apparently what he looks like, and that's fine. But he's got some green hair, and uh, I I don't know. I'm digging it. Um, so I've seen some people splice together the the whole face because we usually only see like the eyes to the nose and the nose to the mouth. Like they never show like in full frame. And uh, I dig it. It's cool. It's all right. It's definitely jarring. Um, wasn't was I, it wasn't what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, and it definitely wasn't this. Um, and I think you have to realize that under Matt Reeves's eye, some things are going to look a lot different. Mm-hmm. They just will. And I right. think you have to just trust in the process that this is what, you know, will look good surrounded by everything else that it consists of, you know, like I, I you know, like I know some things are not your typical bat style, but it all works in my opinion. Like at, at no point when I was like, this is like fake Batman, you know, like this is like, it all right. felt legit. And I, even with the Riddler being so far off and his look. So this look like, uh, you know, and who knows, he almost looked like, like uh, he had like, I don't know, more of a burn victim really kind of like, I don't know, like the way his skin was manipulated. Maybe he did fall in a vat of chemical. Like, I don't know what happens if you fall into like a container of chlorine. I'm sure you'll get burned and everything. And it's, well, if it's not like diluted. That. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, like maybe that's what happened and it's just a reaction of his skin. But um, yeah, it was out there. Uh, it was really out there and uh, bravo for him for coming up with something new. Um, and we'll see how it plays out, but uh, I think this will be much better than Gotham. <laughs> but I did get vibes of like, okay, this is like that uh, kind right. of thing. This, but this is at like a higher level. So, what do you think of the exchange, the actual exchange between them, um, in the scene? I thought it's it was, obviously more him talking than Batman. I, well, yeah, I, I thought it was very fitting. I thought it was. It, it felt very kind of vintage, like. Uh, I could imagine Batman going to Arkham to get the Joker's perspective on something. And this is how, you know, the Joker tries to turn it on Batman at some point, making it about him and Batman, you know, he's got a man, a few words while Joker's giving his mind and how he knows who the Riddler is and he's a nobody. And then, you know, he's like toying with Batman. <laughs> like how, what makes you think I come so cheap? Like he's just going to be papers. Uh, I thought it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. I get why they cut it. I imagine two scenes in Arkham uh, with Batman and prisoners, but, between glass would seem repetitive. Um, yeah. If you listen to like the Batman film social hour, uh, Jet and Lauer had a good conversation on it and they bring that up. Um, and pacing wise, you're like, okay, that does make sense. Like I get it. It, it didn't really need it. And uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, you know, I'm happy it's out there, but again, like Matt Reeves wanted this cut. So that's, that's totally fine. Like it's, it's, I'm sure the studio probably wanted it in there, but, 
you know, I, I enjoyed the, the writing. I thought it was really good. It, it felt like a really solid comic book like moment, you know? Yeah. That's how I, that's pretty much how I felt too. I felt like it was, it was a definite, <clears throat> it was a comic book moment in the film. Um, and it and did a lot it, of those. <laughs> yeah. This movie does have a lot of those and it didn't hurt whether they left it in or took it out for me. I don't think it would have hurt the film at all. Uh, no. So I, I'm, I'm fine that they took it out. Uh, I, I think Bill also said it was supposed to be after the commissioner got killed. Like that's where yeah. it was in the film. So and that, that uh, Hannibal Lecter side is really cool. Like I yeah. like that. Like, I, I think yeah. it's a cool idea. Right. And I'm, I'm assuming that he's he, this could be the setup for how he's going to use the Joker, at least now um, going forward with whatever they do, whether it's on the Arkham mm-hmm. show that they're doing or however it's, they go forward with it. You bring that up. It's interesting to me that they would make the Joker that kind of, I guess, for lack of a better term, as well. Like it's like they hold his like psychosis to like such a high level, mm-hmm. right? And he's only been in Arkham for like a year, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's basically been captured for a year. So it's like it's just like after one year, like what did the Joker do? And like I don't need to know this, but it's very interesting, like how Batman's like, okay, after a year, like this guy, like I'm asking this psycho about this other psycho, you know, like it, right. it's it's interesting, like what the Joker did to earn that almost kind of like respect, um, and that's fascinating, and that that's kind of what I love about the villains, or just like I don't really need to know the villain origin sometimes. Sometimes it's cool. Like don't get me wrong, I love Batman eighty nine and watching Napier fall into the bat of acid. Mm-hmm. That's great, and I love you know. I, I I do love Batman Forever, <laughs> and like I love watching Catwoman and Batman Returns fall, you know, become a zombie and stuff. But like all those were like origin uh, here of uh, villain origins, I don't mind. Right. Um. So, like, it would have been fine, but you know, I kind of enjoy the snippets, and uh, you know, I, I I enjoyed the scene they left in. Right. And uh, I'm I'm pumped to see where it comes from, and it's interesting to me, definitely. Do you think it strengthens that scene? at the end uh having this in it uh no because i feel like and again like they mentioned this on the social hour like that's like the closing of the riddler's arc right like you see what happens you know like you know it's like the riddler didn't win because he's not like it basically you know the riddler kind of it's it's weird it's kind of like a love story the riddler wanted to like be locked away in arkham with batman forever yeah he did (laughs) right and uh he didn't get that and you kind of see it at the end and like he just kind of like but then he regains like this new friend with the Joker, right? Like really quickly. Cause he's just so eager for friendship. So I feel like that scene was kind of like the closure. And, you know, I agreed with him on that, a closure of the Riddler. I mean, like, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, and again, like, yeah, like Batman seeing two different villains. Like I get it. It's almost like repetitive. It's a great scene though. Like I'm glad they put that special feature and everything. And I'm glad people have been able to splice it together so I can see the Joker's face. But you know, it's cool. I'm fine with it. It's because the movie's so good, it doesn't take away from the movie. Because the movie's about the Riddler, like right. You know, the Joker comes in. All of a sudden, it's all about the Joker. <laughs> you're right. Like you're. Right. That's what everyone would have would have immediately went Look what we're to. We're doing if, right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. From this five minute scene, we're, five we're minute scene this... of a deleted scene of a movie that's in theaters right now that we yeah. all love. We're talking about the deleted scene instead of like, oh my god, it's made like seven hundred million dollars. It's made it, yes, it has made a ton you know? of money, so, so it's doing very well. Know, I think that just comes down to how positively well received this version of Batman is. Like, people are really resonating to this, even something as weird as the Joker right now and how he looks and how he's being portrayed. You're just like, okay, 
people are gravitating toward this and you're like, wow, Mr. Reeves. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you for the Batman. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree with all of that. That's the, the, this movie. And we're taking, we're talking about a scene that he took out that has now been the topic of conversation for like five days. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That people just keep talking about it. And it, it's, it is a great, it's another great scene, shot scene. Um, and we've had so many of them in Batman movies. So this mm-hmm. is just another one to add. Beautiful to add to that uh to that history because uh yeah and it's another batman joker interaction um that is memorable it's memorable now more probably because it was removed but it's still a memorable scene it's a good scene i still the like the riddler scene so, in arkham more just because i agree like, i do it's so relevant to the movie especially the whole bruce Wayne. yeah do you think yeah. Now, uh, just one more question about the the, the scene, the latest scene. Do you yeah, think this could have worked? Did you think that scene, as written, could have worked as a post credit? Because it's an ambiguous conversation. Who oh, ba- oh, Batman and Riddler or Batman, Batman and, Joker. and Joker? No, because you're he's clearly asking him about the murders. Like he's the serial killer's loose. He's obviously talking about the Riddler. Like it, it doesn't work as a post credit because the movie's concluded. Okay. Right. Right. So, well, I'm thinking if they were trying to set something up afterwards. Well, I think the scene that they know. had in there did that, though. Yeah, you're right. No, you're the one that they. Yes, the one that was mm-hmm. kept. You're right. Does that. But I was. It's just something I was kicking around. I'm like, I wonder if that could have no, worked. I just don't think it works. But, You'd have to reshoot the scene so it's a little bit more generic. Like what the next case Batman's working on. Like you right. know, like instead of it being this Riddler case, it's something else. Right. But then again, it's like you have to reshoot the whole scene entirely because, like he mentions, like the commissioner, the mayor, like it's like you know, like it's, right? You can tell it's mid movie. All right. So, guys, everyone out there who are fans, you have comments on the on the scene. You want to let us know? Tweet at us later. Uh, you know, and we'll talk about. It. We could talk about it as because this is. I think it's fascinating. Uh, the amount of conversation this is already kicking That's around because we all love the Batman. So it's just a fascinating thing to me. Hashtag Eric Uxus. Eric Uxus. All right. <laughs> Hashtag Eric Uxus. All right. So let's, let's go from the big screen to the small screen a little bit and talk about the renewals for the CW. Pete, this, oh, I know the CW is, is near and dear to your heart. I love and it. We, I love it. We had some renewals announced for some of our favorite shows. Yeah, baby. The CW, specifically in the superhero world, we're talking about The Flash. That's right, Eric. The Flash can't keep a good TV show down. Nine seasons. And Superman and Lois. The Flash. Nine seasons. Okay, I said Superman and Lois. (laughs) Very good show. I can't wait to see season three. But a couple weren't announced yet. One is Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, no. And the other one, Pete, no, Eric, please. is Batwoman. Oh, my heart. My friend, what is going on there? Why Why haven't they renewed <sighs> Batwoman yet? Clear, I tried, Eric. I wrote the <laughs> most amazing reviews I could about a show that did a lot of work. And uh, I just, I, you know, no one listened to me. <laughs> no, that's it. Do, do you want to write the CW? Do you want to write them and start okay. a campaign? Maybe, mm. Maybe a hashtag campaign can work. Maybe if I were if I uh, if I have the time, but yeah, no. maybe so, something. Was, of I course, but uh, there have been rumors that like this might have been the kind of unofficial season series finale. So we'll see what happens. You don't know what's going on. Like I know, you know, Superman and Lois and The Flash, obviously, are, like two of the bigger shows. 
on the network. Uh, I know uh, Batwoman, while I had a great third season, you know, I could see what, uh, you know, people like Eric are still out there who just are stuck on season one. I, so. I was I was surprised that Legends didn't get renewed. And then even Naomi hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, but remember, uh, like, people are worried about, like, aren't, isn't the CW, like, up for sale? Like, so, isn't that, like, a thing, too? Like, well, yeah, it's part of I know of they're the still deal. going about business, but, like, you know, I don't know. So Right, and, kind of, and of course, we know that there's the possibility all these shows could move to HBO Max. I don't uh, know if Batwoman survives. Like Stargirl was, so. Um, Stargirl will. Superman and Lois will. I think the right. Flash will end. end before, I don't think the Flash will be an HBO Max show. I think it'll stop at nine. But we do know Gotham Knights is coming. We talked about it in the last show. Yeah. And that's, so that's mentioned exciting. in this article, too. So that, yeah. So we're getting well, That's its own thing, one. too. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that might end up on HBO Max. I feel right. like Batwoman might end. You know. Right. But are you are you okay? Like, if Batwoman doesn't continue, are you good with uh, how it ended? I'll be and... okay, yeah. Uh, because they put up a good fight in season three. But I'm, I'm more happy about The Flash than I am upset about Batwoman. Okay. All right. So, guys, if you guys want Batwoman to come back, hashtags, hashtag save Batwoman. Pete's going to be starting it after the show. We're going to have uh, a whole new campaign. Uh, hashtag <laughs> Pete saves Batwoman. Hashtag <laughs> Eric Oaksis. <laughs> we'll, we'll just continue, you know, we'll, we'll try and get it saved because those things seem to work. So let's just continue and. And see what happens there. Moving right along. Uh, <laughs> Those things seem to <laughs> So as we know, uh, James Gunn had a huge hit with Peacemaker on HBO Max. And he, recently he was talking about it. And they're asking him about where they're going with the, the future of the story. And it's a, an uh, interview with on Screen Rant. Um, <clears throat> so... This was he was asked about it, and this is was his answer. He goes, "I know what Peacemaker's emotional journey is. I know where he is now. I know where he ends up. I mean, we see where he ends up. In some ways, he ends up in a good place. He's been cleared by Adebayo, and then we see at least the beginnings of a friendship between him and Harcourt. But we also see that his father still looms. He's still part of his psyche and in his mind. Um, and then he continues to go on and say, "So yeah, I know where it goes emotionally. We're still figuring out the plot stuff, and also, frankly, I'm working on another DC thing and maybe another one. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple of things that we're balancing with the stories. So the last line where he says we got a couple of things that are balancing with the stories make me think it's connected to this the Suicide so, Squad yeah, universe. It might be a, a spinoff. Who knows? Right. Um, everyone immediately goes to Harley. Right. That'd be cool." Some sort of Harley Quinn spinoff under James Gunn, whatever character. I'm sure, like Gunn has just earned my respect to the point. Of like, okay, sure, like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. Like, when you get the trailer, I'll watch it. You know, like it's kind of like that's where I at. Uh, that's where I'm at with him. Just especially, you know, after two Guardians movies, after Suicide Squad, and now Peacemaker. It's like, yep. You, you let me know when you're ready for me to watch. <laughs> that's all I really need at this point. Just a date. So I'm excited. I can't wait. I have no idea. What well, I mean, is there a character you would want? I'd love for him to make a crazy story about bringing back Captain Boomerang. I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> you know, like I yeah. don't care. It could be anything. I, I doesn't whatever he if he wants to do one on Weasel where he like, I would love a TDK show. I just I just think that would be fantastic. Yeah, he doesn't die um, in the movie. He's such an he's such a an original weird character to me. That- I would just love to see what he did. And obviously Gunn's mind goes to places that none of us really figure in a lot of time. Like he's very hard to uh, pin down as being a certain kind of director. Yeah. So, oh yeah. 
So I will. Yeah, I'm happy that he's working on a couple more things. I'm happy that that Warner Brothers and DC are confident in him to continue. Mm-hmm. And what you're right, whatever he does going forward, whether it be something Suicide Squad related or something completely new in DC, I am totally here for. Uh, and I'd love a King Shark show. Right, that would be great too. With Stallone doing the voice, yeah, and... I, got the two, I got the two of them right here. Like, I love there you go. Guys. So that would be a fantastic move. So it's just cool. It was just good to hear that because we had heard obviously things, and we have we've even talked about other things on the show possibly happening. But the fact that he's actually saying it now means that these things are really coming. So yeah, look out I'm for excited. whatever we, guys. When we hear it, we'll bring it to you. We'll announce it. Uh, we'll get the information to you right away. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll announce it. We'll be the first. Ever. We'll announce. Yes, we're gonna we get will. the breaking news. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on getting getting the, the first we're, announcement. We're gonna, we're gonna announce. Yeah, we're gonna announce it. We're going to. Don't like, mock gonna, me, Pete. We're gonna announce it. Warner Brothers has got to wait till Saturday when we record. <laughs> <laughs> we record on Saturdays. Okay, so sticking in the Suicide Squad re- area, obviously we. I think it was Fandom. We got the first footage of suicide squad kill the justice league video game mm-hmm. and just like a lot of things nowadays things have been getting pushed back and this was again pushed back so it's being pushed back to spring of next year so about a year from now mm-hmm. uh we should be getting this game um god quote, damn you warner brothers yeah the quote was uh from <laughs> rocksteady we've made the difficult decision to delay suicide squad kill the justice league to spring 2023 I know a delay is frustrating, but at that time is going into making the best game we can. I look forward to bringing the chaos to Metropolis together. Thanks for your patience. So. Um, I want it now. We know Gotham Knights is coming, so I think that'll be a good No, Eric, it's got to be here now. I want to play with it now. I need oh. it now, Eric. I don't know what you're talking about if we're still talking about the video game. The video game, Eric. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounded very different. Oh, Trollsman. <laughs> so I don't know what Pete's talking about, guys. I'm hoping he's talking about the video game. The video game, Eric. Uh, this is but uh, but no. Uh, it, it's again, I mean, it's I, just I'm kind of it's I'll kind of like the what? <laughs> I'll play injustice as I wait. <laughs> it's kind of like the but it's just kind of the world we're in now, right? Like things just get pushed back. The pandemic has changed a lot of things, has taken um staff. Obviously, staffing at these places isn't what it normally is. And I think it's just production of certain things for video games um has lacked obviously we know with the consoles because of the chips the computer chips that that are in both the xbox and the playstation the new consoles have been harder to get because they're not produced i have not no so uh i've been buying spin master toys for the batman though yes guys you should see pete's collection of batman toys from the batman um i'm sure he will eventually do It's like 1995. All over are you anyways. going to do? Let's let's ask now. Are you going to do a review of all of them for Bof? Or you're going to have? Uh, no, definitely not the Spin Master stuff because no. they're so nicely packaged. Okay. And I don't really have anywhere to display them at the moment, so I'm just going to okay. leave them in the package. But it's nice to, it's nice to have them because I got you know I got the big sets. I got the I got the Batcave. I got Gordon and Batman with a car. I got the Batmobile. Uh, I got the Selena Chase. So like I got all the major like all the major pieces. And guys, there's a disappointing news about these toys, though. We don't have an Alfred, which is kind of upsetting. Uh, well, it's interesting. We don't have an Alfred f- with the Spin Master toys. We don't have a Riddler with the Spin Master toys either. Hmm. Uh, so that's upsetting too, then. Yeah, but uh, at McFarlane, we have a Riddler, but we don't have an Alfred or a Gordon. 
which would bum. I love to have an Alfred or Gordon, but whatever. Like I'm not. So if, let's 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 hashtag Todd too. Give us an Alfred. What do you say that? I, <laughs> he's been getting enough hashtags with people getting upside down torso Batman. I just see you guys. I'm, I'm in a very hashtaggy mood today. So let's let's continue with uh let's hashtag Todd and let's get. I'm not going to bother Todd. Give me Alfred. Hashtag give me Alfred. There we go. We'll just send. He doesn't like campaign. making guys who just wear suits. <laughs> but he made a penguin figure. So, but the cufflinks. Come on, the cufflinks. See, there you go. I'm glad you actually paid attention to the movie. <laughs> We need, we need, uh, we need Alfred. I, and it's weird because he's kind of the character of the movie we don't get enough time with, right? Like, there's kind of a lack of time we spend with Alfred. But well, we got so much time with Batman. It's hard for you, right? We got so much time with Batman. So, all right. So, speaking of Gotham Knights, I brought it up about the video game. Um, as we know, and I brought up before about the CW show, we're also getting a CW show for Gotham Knights, and we've just gotten our Harvey Dent cast. Misha Collins, who used to be on Supernatural, another CW title, uh, he will be playing um, Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. So, good casting. It's nice that we Do you we know anything have... about this guy? I, I, don't, I know nothing about this guy. Uh, yeah, I've seen him. I, I, I used to watch Supernatural from time to time. Um, You'll watch I... that, but you won't watch Batwoman. Well, Supernatural was a good show. But again, it's not something that I continued. I, I watched a few seasons and I stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, these shows just seem to do that to me. I don't know why, but that happens. So, but he's been on Twenty Four. Like he's a face I know. He's been on other shows before. Uh, so it's cool we're getting a uh, Harvey Dent. Uh, now yeah. this is this is a our what our one two three that's our fourth fifth fifth yeah he was fifth on live action yeah. So uh, it's interesting, you know, because I mean, we are in a in a world where Bruce Wayne was an older older yes. gentleman at the time of his death. So it's nice to know that there's it's hard. Apparently, it's Harvey Dent, and not Two Face. So maybe he never becomes Two Face. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a possibility. Uh, another inch, maybe we'll see him become Two Face in the show. Don't know, but uh, interesting to find out. Uh, you know, and we'll see. Uh, just really, you know, just exciting. Uh, the last time we saw Harvey Dent on TV was in Gotham, and he was kind of a throwaway. He was there for a minute. He, he that, was. He was there for a minute and gone. You're 100 correct. They built him up like he was going to be a bigger part of the story, and then you did they even build him, him up? I don't even remember building. Yeah, him the up. end. I think it was season two. I remember the end. They had him on a few episodes, and he were kind of okay. he was sure? kind of getting season one. But like, uh, I mean, it's just all horrible anyway. And then it was that was kind of it. Uh, so <laughs> God, what a horrible show. I know, I know. It would have been cool. I think that would have been a cool storyline for them to develop, but. Zay Chun, Pete's boy, just didn't figure right. He wanted to write anymore about uh, about yes. Harvey, so we never got more Harvey. <laughs> on, on got, I got no. I got, uh, <laughs> he is your boy, man. Come on, he's not my boy. I don't love know that Zay dude. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of his writing of Gotham. Right. Of course, I'm trolling Pete, guys. You guys know that Trollsman. I'm trolling him right now. Uh, but it, but it's you know look forward for this show, guys. I'm I'm really looking. For, this, this is show one that I'm looking forward to because it's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, it's going to be the fact that we're getting a game and a TV show. Will you review this for BOF? About, I would love for you to review this for God. BOF. I'm not reviewing it. Come on, review I'm the show. I'm not committing to reviewing anything right now. Let's just do that. <laughs> so we're, that's where I'm at right now with 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 the Gotham Knights. When does right, it? I'll get I'll get you to review it. <laughs> And don't forget, you've also said you're going to review Peacemaker Season 2 for BOF. Uh, oh, Jesus. You love these shows. I do love the shows. That's what I'm saying. They give you your reviews. People want to hear the Holzman thoughts. Well, one, 
one show that is coming in the Marvel universe uh-huh. that I'm very much looking forward to. The more I read about, and this is, one you want to review is Moon Knight. Oh, uh, with Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke. Which is uh, interesting. Doesn't Ethan Hawke talk a lot of trash on comic book movies? Well, that's the thing. And th- <laughs> recently there was a interview with, they did an interview with Collider. Uh, guys, we obviously the links to it are on our pages, wherever we have information. So you guys can check it out there. But they were talking to him about it. And he said that he wouldn't have done it um, if it wasn't for Grant Curtis, who's the exec producer who talked him into it and Oscar Isaac, both of them. Mm. And the, cra- the, thing, the crazy thing about it was he signed on to do it without even reading the script. I feel like everyone does that nowadays though. Like I feel like every time I hear about somebody taking a role, they're like, well, they did this without reading the script. <laughs> like, oh, okay. But it's crazy. Like you said, he he has he has had opinions about superhero movies in movies in the past. Mm-hmm. And then he takes a part in a superhero show without even reading the script. <laughs> like it's a weird, weird little uh That's Hollywood, baby. Juxtaposition there if you're if you're reading into it. That's Hollywood, so, baby. So what did you think? Uh, the the interview is pretty cool. They talked to both Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke, um, Curtis, and the director, Mohamed Diab, I think his name is. Um, um, I, I thought it was really interesting. I, I found a lot of things he said very uh, kind of like fascinating, especially when like Isaac was like, well, we were like, you know, he's not from New York because they're like, well, we have so many characters in New York, so we need to Blanche Mass. So let's, let's put him in London somewhere. And then Isaac, you know, was like, I kind of studied a lot of like, it was like Jewish humor and stuff like that and i was like yeah i was like oh wow okay that's interesting so i was like there might be a little larry david he's like it's very dry there's very you know i was like okay so like i'm thinking larry david seinfeld type humor in the show but it also like they made and they've been making a point of this in all their interviews to talk about the mental health aspect yes and uh i thought it was interesting i don't know really anything about moon knight so like apparently like he like, shares a body it's like oh wow that's really interesting so just little things like that and uh how they want to portray egypt in a in, in a different way and all that jazz and you're just like okay like okay they're really this is cool like this is kind of like a passion project for these guys almost but, yeah it feels uh, like it's fascinating like, ethan hoggins like ah, eat crow <laughs> <laughs> well i thought one of the things was cool that obviously steven grant and mark specter they share the body right so mm-hmm. they were talking about their scenes where they have conversations and oscar isaac's brother actually played the other guy when he oh, was nice. speaking okay. so like they played off each other i thought that was a cool little tidbit um, they threw in there. Uh, they yes, they talked about the accent, how he developed the accent for uh, for Stephen, yeah. and like you said, um, he just listened to a lot of different types of humor and a lot of different. He brought up like, what if Peter Sellers did it was approach with the Marvel project, mm-hmm. and like that was a cool little thing. There's definitely what you get from this this interview is they definitely took a lot of time and crafted this thing with a lot of care, uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it comes out. I'm really looking forward to this. Like, you know, uh, you know, it wasn't. What was it after? What What was after Falcon Winter Soldier? What was that show? Loki. Was Loki was, the one that came right after it? So I yeah, believe like so. so then Loki and then Hawkeye. So like they're like the. I feel like the Disney Plus shows are like fifty percent. Like there's two I really like and there's two I don't. You know. Okay. So, but I, I'm really hyped for this one, and actually Ms. Marvel too. I, I, I that trailer really kind of got me. Right, so let's go into that because the trailer was released. Uh, Pete, you being the Jersey guy, go ahead tell us. What well, you I thought think. it was great. You know, in Jersey City. I mean, it's all over the place right now between St. Peter's and uh, Ms. Marvel. So it, I thought it was cool. Just like the whole message of just like, and everyone remembers what it was like in high school trying to figure out your life before you even knew, right, what the hell you were gonna do. Um, but it's just everything. I, I thought like just in terms of like being a fan, it's like people always tell you like. 
oh, your head's in the clouds while you're reading that shit, all this stuff. And it's like, it's almost like a love letter kind of being a fangirl or fanboy. And uh, I thought that that really kind of resonated with me. And I was like, oh, this is like sweet and adorable. I was like, oh man, like, yeah, like, you know, like who has a fan of superheroes doesn't wish they could be a superhero. It's like, we all had that, that, uh, yeah. that thoughts so, like that whole, like then making a show out of it. And I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm down to see this. Like it just, it was really cool. That's how I felt. Like I remember when I watched it and I think I even said to you, I'm like, wow, this is really an adorable trailer. Like it's so, so it's got a lot of heart. Um, it's very truthful to what I know of the character, which isn't a lot. It's really pretty much from the video game, what I know about Ms. Marvel. So mm-hmm. um, that's where I learned about her. And it's very true to it. The, the girl who they, I can't think of her name. I'm sorry. Um, but the lead actress in it is fantastic. Uh, you can already tell like um, she's pretty much nailed what you would think a per- kid that age would be if they found their superpowers. Like yeah. it's very, very cool. So yeah, I'm totally looking forward to it. Uh, this um, I wasn't and I wasn't really sure I was going to be. So if the tra- we always say like the purpose of a trailer is to draw you in enough that you want to give it a chance. This and is a show, right? It's not a movie. Yeah, it's a show. Okay, because I'm definitely show. getting like Star Girl vibes. So yeah, that's a very good comparison. It's definitely very much like Star Girl, which yeah. I enjoy. Uh, yeah, the show. Um, so what? So that show's amazing too. It's like I love. <laughs> I told you to watch Star Girl. Don't tell you me. Did. Like, don't, you did. That's no, one watch show. Who watched Stargirl? Won't watch Batwoman. Dude, I watched Batwoman first. Did, I watched it before you. And now there's a different Batwoman, though. <laughs> they changed the lead. I watched the first they episode with the her. They changed the lead. I watched the first episode with her. <sighs> and it was better. Watch season three. Just watch. Season I just three. don't have. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, doing, I you're not really, doing anything. You're sitting there watching Jets highlights tapes. Like you're gonna no, fuck, I'm not. Like you're gonna make a difference. I'm not watching Jets highlights tapes. What yeah, I'm watching are. is I'm you're watching the draft point. picks. I'm yeah. watching. I'm watching video right, tape of draft picks so I can inform them of where they should go in the draft. All right, that's, man, genius over here. That's my other. My other. Um, feet that no one knows about yet i actually feed people nfl draft information yeah <laughs> so just so you and then a little tidbit you inside were that, or is it? What, what a, no, I, if i had to choose i'm definitely picking tannenbaum he was better he's a much better hey, you gym you want to be <laughs> no i'm uh, i'll pass on idzik I'm, I'm good with the that glory one. days of jet so. football under the eyes of mr idzik oh jesus that was where the beginning <laughs> That was, was the beginning coach? of the end. Who was he... the head coach under Idzik? Was it still Mangini or was it Ryan? No, no, no. It was Ryan for the first Ryan year. Ryan had a year? Okay. Yeah. And then after that is when they hired. Bowles? Yes. Todd Bowles. Yes. That was rough. Todd Bowles are rough. Well, no, he had a first. His first season was very good. What did you go? 10 and 6, right? He won 10 and 6. And then he yeah. went like 9 and 7 the rest of the way. And then he just. 7 yeah, and 9, maybe. Just wasn't good. Well. They had a chance to make the playoffs, and if they beat Buffalo in that last game, and Ryan, but hey, Todd Bowles and Tom Brady won Super Bowl together. They did, as a coordinator. <laughs> as a coordinator, he's very good. So that must have hurt. Todd Bowles and Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. Didn't hurt. Yeah, it did. by that point, that he had been gone for a long enough time. It's still Todd Bowles. I didn't care. So, mm. all right. So we talked a little about Moon Knight. When we're getting a project, apparently from. Um, Moon Knight to developing the Nova project uh, with the guy with um, one of the guys who's <laughs> sorry the guy. one of the guys who's writing who's writing for Moon Knight Sabir Prasada 
I believe yeah. his name. <laughs> so, uh, my fault. Apologies. Apologies. It's so uh, good for a chuckle. The guy. So, <laughs> so if you guys know, don't know about Nova, it's a core, it's like an interlocking police force. It, it debuted in 1976. Sounds like Green Lanterns. Yeah, does and they do have some battles with the scrolls, so they're thinking there might be some kind of. They were in Guardians, them, the Nova and Corps, then, right? Um, I don't remember. They the were Nova in Guardians Corps. too, weren't they? I believe I they think, were. Well, I hate that movie, so I don't remember it. So I if they, they were, were so. I don't remember. Um. So yeah, I don't know too much about them, but I'm interested to learn. So it's like one of those things. Like you make the TV show, I'll watch it. And give it a chance. I'm not like Eric. I'm not watching non superhero related TV. That's all I watch. I'm committed to the genre. What are you talking about? Because you don't want to watch Batwoman. Batwoman. Or, I don't want to watch one. Show. You don't watch The Flash. But I did. I've watched all of these no, shows. No, you've watched nine seasons of The Flash. You've been no, there every year. Because it because through the, the Flash shows through the fluff. Because the Flash became the trash. Have you been there for the <laughs> Flash? He's been there anymore. for you. It's the trash now. It's a terrible show. Oh my god, you're worse Enough. than Zaddy's calling it the flush. I don't. <laughs> I didn't even know they called it that. You didn't. Oh man, yeah, it's a Zaddy thing. They're like, oh man, the flush is gonna tank. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, that's the movie, not the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all they complain about. <laughs> the real flush. Oh Jesus! But yeah, so not the flush. But Marvel's shows are better quality because they're on a. Disney Plus, they have more money. So I that's think that's, fine. you know, that's Supergirl's another one. Oh, Supergirl was horrible, man. Oh, Stop. I it's, Stop. I mean, five and six were up Stop. and down, but still. <laughs> they were, I'll be honest. I still watched every episode. Dude, I the one CW show I did that with was Arrow, because a couple of the seasons were rough, but I stuck it out, and I watched oh, every Arrow. season of that Arrow's show. One of the, Arrow and Legends are the only ones I actually haven't watched. I think Arrow is so slow. I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my god. Oh, it's good it. though. I'm watching so Dune. good. Especially the first two seasons are so, 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 really? so, so, so good. Really? Yeah. So my buddy very, very loves good. Arrow, so I've got to get on it. That's one I would definitely say watch. And you should because that all of these shows came from Arrow. I, know. So. I, get, I never said, I'm, I'm not like you. I'm never like, I'm never watching that. I only watch Despian television. <laughs> but I have watched these shows. You make it like I haven't watched them. Yeah, I have. Did you watch season three of Batwoman? You haven't watched that show. All right. We're, we're clearly not moving past season three of Batwoman. I have a grudge. <laughs> you keep bringing it up. So we're not moving past. So I'll we're... never move past. I won't. You know what I'll do? I'll watch the first Justice episode for of Ryan. season three. Watch Batwoman. If I like the first episode, I'll watch the second one. And I'll continue until episode. the first crappy episode. Then I'll be like, I'm done. Because that's what I've done with every season of no, this every of this show. You're not committed. So, but you'll watch the Jets lose. You should game. be committed for watching. I am committed. <laughs> I'm a committed fan of DC TV. Oh, boy. Okay. Moving right along. I don't even know what the topic was. Well, we were talking about Nova, the Nova Core oh, show. I'm Marvel. excited to watch it. So yeah, But we're moving fun. forward and we'll stay in Marvel. Um, because there's a little bit of a of a I won't say a rumor, but I guess discussion about what their next big thing is going to be, right? Like some people thought it'd be Secret Invasion, but they're doing a show, Secret Invasion. So I know, right? It's probably not going to be that. But now everyone's kicking around the idea because we have Doctor Strange and we have Wanda, mm-hmm. um, and then we have Moon Knight coming. 
And we had and then, Far From um, uh, Homecoming, whatever that one was called. No <laughs> and way then home. Blade was teased at the end of Eternals. Uh, so people are kind of trying to piece all this stuff together. And and apparently their speculation might be getting a Ghost Rider. Um, Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead apparently is in is the guy. Oh, that really? That would be interesting. It's supposed to be playing him in this version. Uh, so people are putting all these things together and they're thinking that maybe they'll do the Midnight Sun story. Um, which includes all these characters. So one of the reasons why people believe that is because Kevin Feige wants to have multiple Thanos level threats in the MCU because now they're the MCU is obviously in film. It's on Disney plus. So you have a lot of different ways you can go. Whoa. Where's my so Galactus, bro? Where's Galactus? Yeah, that's another one. That, like uh, that's it. If you want, if you want to do Thanos level threats, there is one option. Galactus. Where is well, he? He want they want to do multiple. Well, that's so the next one. Like, Galactus, Galactus might be in the in as one of the be, multiple threats. Better be, better be my Galactus. But these are all the. Galactus. This is all the the, the scuttlebutt. Galactus I used that could word be yet. the new Uxus. Galactus. I like saying that. Galactus. <laughs> Uxus. Galactus. Uxus. All right. Uxlactus. Um, Uxlactus. Okay. Uxus. Okay. Back and front focus. so we are getting um we might be getting this and i don't know much about this this midnight sun story arc so i don't know much about it either but if they're gonna lean towards this more cosmic magician magic dark force thing like okay cool like i'm all for it like i'm i'd love a new ghostwriter movie i think it'd be great um but again like i feel always felt like that's something that's a little darker than disney wants to tell so you know, you're kind of limited uh, with think, what yeah. you want to do there. Because, uh, you know, if this, I don't know if Disney wants to mess around with Black Magic, literally. You know, like if it was Warner Brothers, I think they'd be like, all right, cool, we can do this. You know, but uh, Disney, they they, uh, they like their G ratings. And, uh, you well, know, we're going to get like to push PG 13 too often. We're going to get some of that stuff, obviously, in, in Multiverse of Badness. We'll see. I mean, so, we don't know. And we got some of it in WandaVision. Yeah. So we'll see where they go. Uh, with this going forward, but I like this direction. Uh, I think it's very different for them. And like you said, it'd be a challenge for them since mm-hmm. they have this brand that people know about. If yeah. they push the envelope a little bit, they've been doing a lot of stuff with this like m- magical mystical realm. So, yep. You know, it makes sense to me whether they do it or not. I don't know, but um, I'm down to see Galactus. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Galactus. <laughs> so oh. now we're getting into the portion of the show that is uh that is eric stuff uh so we'll 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 get there in a minute because there's something that we need to talk about that's all of us stuff oh let me just get my lotion here <laughs> let me get my crap so can i get a round of applause everybody let's go clap it up clap it up i'm excited to announce that manscaped has launched their ultra premium collection believe it or not it's for your not so private parts i'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent this is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe manscaped is trusted below the waist now trust them with the rest join the four million men worldwide who trust manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20 percent off plus free shipping with of course our code gotham so pete i know you just i have got i had some of these products before but i know you just got them so tell everyone about the new the body wash i love the body wash man that scent is very like very strong like i walk out of the shower and it feels like i just walked out of like a cigar bar that only serves like liquor 
right? <laughs> like, I just feel like, you know, like, I was just like, oh, wow. I feel so, like, just m- masculine. Um, I love that sense. It's very gentlemanly, like, very just, like, kind of, like, you know, yes. establishment. Uh, I like that. And also, dude, the lip balm is great because it's, like, it's, like, walking around with peppermint patties on my lips. You know, it was, it, it smells good. Um, my lips are hydrated as hell. Like, you know, so, uh, I've definitely been enjoying the, uh, the body wash and the, uh, the lip balm actually. The lip balm was yeah. surprising. I was like, Oh cool. Like, this is awesome. Right. So Pete mentions those two products. You have the body wash. We have the lip balm. There's also, as I said, a two in one shampoo and conditioner, which has the same scent. There is a, mm-hmm. um, body moisturizer. So it's kind of like body, it's body spray that you guys spray on all over your body. Um, there is a deodorant. Uh, again, all just this stuff. Just put it on right now, too, because I just love the way that thing smells. Yeah, man. All the the scent is just fantastic. Like, that's the best thing about all the Manscaped products. And it's all the same, so you don't have to worry about competing scents. Like, it's all the same smell. So you can just use walk all out smelling like bourbon. Yeah, man. It really does. It does have that very masculine scent uh, that I think most guys love. So, and even more important, your significant others love, That's which right. is, which is why burden. you wear, you know? So, um, so yeah, so, okay. he doesn't bite. <laughs> so I've been able to, I have, I've had some of these products a little earlier and I've been using them for a while now. And it's, it's really, really a fantastic line. Uh, so, and as you guys know, you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Gotham at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Gotham at manscaped.com. Oh, and don't uh, forget my favorite, the crop preserver. That's my, well, yes, that's true. The, that's the original I mean. stuff is still there for you guys. And again, our code covers all of it. So you can go there 20% off whatever you buy. Uh, and the power of attraction is now in a bottle. Thanks to Manscaped. So guys, go and check it out. Got some stuff. And then let us know when you buy it and tell us about it. Uh, I'd love to Tell hear. me about your balls. <laughs> tell me about your balls. This is the one place I'll allow that conversation. So, yes. Talk tell about us, your balls with me. Tell, tell us about your balls. Your balls and, they and feel clean? Are they, how are they, they feel? Nourished? You know, with the, especially well if you have hydrated? the lawnmower. You know. You know, you know when, you know one wants a dry sack. Come on. <laughs> oh, we're talking about sacks again. Two weeks in a row. Uh, you know, two weeks in a row with discussing the sack. <laughs> hey, all right. So let's take another step. Again, I said we're going to talk about Eric stuff, and the first thing I want to talk about, I'm super excited about because it's something I Jedi. No, it's yeah. something I've been waiting for for a long time. Okay, and we are getting a live action Voltron movie. Uh, oh yeah, that's exciting! I'm really I have been that. a Voltron fan since I am nine years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lions, not the cars, just in case anyone's re- wondering. They um, made cars once. There yeah, was there was a version? there was yeah. a vehicle version of Voltron. I did not know that. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, but I have I'm lions. I'm a lions fan. Uh, not football from team, Detroit. Just Voltron. Uh, <laughs> so you, you could be a lions fan. They they're just as miserable. <laughs> So Rawson Marshall Thurber, who wrote um, and I think directed Red Notice, which is the film on Netflix, which has The Rock and Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds, I believe, and Gal, right? Um, Gal Gadot, yeah, mm-hmm. they're all in it. So he is going to be um, penning it, directing it, and there's now a bidding war for who's exactly going to get uh, to um, to to show it. And it's weird because Netflix has done the the 
cartoon version, the legendary defender show that it was on, but they're not in the running. So Ooh. it's an Ooh, open bidding war for all the major studios. So you have Warner brothers, you have um, Sony, all the major studios out there who are competing to universal. Uh, all of them are out there competing to get this property, which is kind of cool. Uh, but I remember hearing about this in the past about something like this being developed and it just fell, fell through. So I'm hoping that we finally do get it uh, because this is something that I've just been waiting for. Uh, I remember when I was waiting for Transformers to have a movie live action, then we got the first Michael Bay one and I was super happy about that. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting the other, which is Voltron. So Pete, I don't know if you watched Voltron ever or if you, you know, wherever interested, but would you go see this movie? Um, yeah, oh, totally. I would totally. This is like right in my wheelhouse. Um, I, I definitely remember being more into Power Rangers than Voltron. I kind of viewed them as like the same thing, but I remember watching some Voltron. I wouldn't say I'm like a diehard fan, but I definitely think it's cool. Um, it's definitely, I'll tell you, compared to the other stuff you watch, like Star Wars, Voltron's <laughs> way cooler than Star Wars. Oh, we're getting there. Don't worry. We're getting there. <laughs> Sorry. Among the Eric stuff. Voltron's <laughs> at like, I was like, I was like oh, okay, this this doesn't suck. Uh, no, I'm definitely interested. I can't wait to see what they do. And, uh, you know, uh, I want, I, I love like Zords and robots and stuff like that, mechs. So, like, you know, you, you get a giant robot in a movie. I'm there. Yeah. I, obviously, this is another one of the uh, Japanese inspired um, science fiction um, shows that came from the 80s. Like, mm. this was one of the ones, the bigger ones. So, um, there was called Beast King Golion. Uh, <laughs> what was called what? That's what Beast King Golion was the name of it okay. uh, in Japanese. I right. like Voltron a lot better. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think it's a better name. But yeah, uh, I'm super, super excited that when I heard this news, I was very, very, very happy to hear it. So uh, we're getting it. Hopefully it does come to fruition and we finally get this. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see how they do it, though, because mm-hmm. obviously live action with this kind of a thing. Um, are they going to use practical effects? How are they going to make the lions and the and the robot? So I hope. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. So I'm hoping whatever happens and how this goes forward. But I do like that Thurber's doing it because he is a child of the 80s and he likes all of this stuff uh, like I do. So I know that it's in good hands. So. I'm excited. I, I, I'm down. I, I would love to buy some sort of Voltron robot toy. That'd be cool. Yeah, to go with all your Batman stuff that you have now. <laughs> yeah, it totally sticks out like a sore thumb. But like, <laughs> I don't know if it's cool. If it's cool enough. So, guys, look out for that. If you're and if definitely if, you, if we have more Voltron fans out there, definitely hit me up because I yeah. I'd love love to talk about it. Eric's gonna start a Voltron podcast soon. So no, not that. Uh, he man straight out of Gotham. Nick full tears and now <laughs> Voltron and Eric. Oh boy. All right. So more me stuff. Cause, cause it's, it's all about a, you. It's been a me stuff kind of week. So let's just keep going. So as we know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is coming out shortly mm-hmm. uh, in May and Darth Vader is returning. So is it Darth Vader? Who's under that mask? Recently. <laughs> Uh, Entertainment Weekly caught up with Deborah Chow, who's producing, who's directing it, and they were asking her questions about why they brought Darth Vader back. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, they're because they're kind of tied together, right? Like Obi Wan and yeah. Anakin yeah. were tied together in the prequels, so it'd be hard to do a story without bringing him in." 
Um, they talked about Hayden Christensen being back. She was very high on the fact that they're both Canadian. Like she was very uh, proud that these two were Canadians were working on this project together. So I thought that was cool. And uh, she talked about when he first showed up and how much taller he was than her. So, all right. This character, you're pumped, you're pumped for this. You're excited. You know how I you, am. Your super Eric stuff gauge meter like is it really high? <laughs> Yes, this this would be a very if we're doing a one to ten scale, this would be a nine point five. And are you a big Christensen uh, fan? Or I no? am not. No, okay, I that's not. Right so I'm hoping that with the time we see him out of the Darth Vader suit is very limited. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's a new story, a new tale. Maybe mm-hmm. with a better director and um, better material, he can do a better job. That's what I'm hoping. Um. But it's going to be before he becomes the Darth Vader we obviously see in the mm. first Star Wars film, which is episode four, uh, New Hope. Rogue One. So, well, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. too. That's, so that's he is. It's like the same time frame, right? So he's, yeah, he's kind of developing into that mm-hmm. version of the character. So, Pete, are you going to watch Obi Wan? Um. No, but not because I'm just not. I, there's just so many other things that are more me than you know. Like there's whatever's on the CW. I'm probably going to pay more attention to than Obi Wan. Just be brutally honest. Nice. That's a terrible decision. But well, nice. I, that's not true. I'll be watching like Gotham Knights or uh, you know season nine of the Flash. Dude, this I, comes dude, out. I, I'm, but I'm like I, I'm just saying like whatever whatever else is on though there'll be something or it's baseball season. I'll probably be watching the Yankees. That's a good point. Baseball season is back. You know? So. It's gonna be. It's hard for me to keep up with my shows now. I, I'm still. Superman and Lois has been on hiatus, and I'm an episode behind. Yeah, you know, and Flash, I got to catch up. Oh, I'm so. I'm really, really looking forward to the show. So they're bringing. Um, you're gonna see. Did a young you like uh, Book of Boba Fett? You know, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I don't remember. Like I keep track of your Star Wars stuff. Well, I didn't like it overall. I liked the Mandalorian's episodes. It sounds like I had a much more time, much more fun time watching Batwoman than you did watching Boba Fett. I would probably say you did. Yeah, I would not even like lie. I made the right call there. <laughs> made the right well, someone call. who doesn't care as much about the Star Wars history and lore, you probably would have been like, "Oh, this is fine," but. Yeah. Um, you know, if someone who actually cares about I say about that about stuff. Last Jedi. I was like, oh, that was an entertaining Star Wars movie. And like, Finn was like, no, it's crazy. And Rick's like, it's on an island. I like it. I'm going to die on this island hill. I'm like, okay. Right. Oh, yeah. That was another great one. It's on an island. Anyway. It's on an island. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Oh, God. Yeah, guys. It's Batman 66, the movie on an island. We'll just put it out there for everyone to answer us. It's just let us know what you think. If it's on an island or not, because we've been told that that's what it is. It's on an island. <laughs> so we just want to know how everyone else it's feels. It's on an island. About this. What does that mean? All right. So let's end the show with a really cool story uh, or a really cool bit of casting that we got. Uh, Christina Ricci, as we know, played Wednesday Adams um, in the, uh, the movies, the Adams Family movies that were popular in the 90s. And now she's returning to the show that they're doing the mm-hmm. Wednesday series that they're building on Netflix, but she's not playing Wednesday. Um, they don't, we don't know who she's playing yet. It's a mystery role, uh, which I feel like we say every time we talk about being cast in something, but uh, yeah, we don't know. Uh, so this is a Tim Burton vehicle. Um, 
Jenna Ortega, who was in um, Scream. She is playing Wednesday Adams. So we're going to see, we're going to have that a little connection there. So that should be fun. But Pete, do you know, do you think maybe she could be playing? um, I don't know. We know she's not playing Morticia because no, that's Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones, yeah. There's a lot of there's fact she's in this. Uh, I think Ortega is going to crush her. By the way, so uh, I'm pumped. Uh, I'm just excited that this is actually being made under Tim Burton, and it's there's a lot of I forget who's playing uh, Gomez Adams, but uh, he was at Luis Guzman. Oh yes, Luis Guzman. Yes. So again, like I was like, oh okay, cool. Like I I can totally see Luis Guzman doing this. Yes. You know, like and then I was like this cast just is great. So like, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad that Christina Ricci is involved in some capacity. Her Adams family movies are near and dear to my heart. I love Wednesday Adams. I love the Adams family. Like it's definitely like a show movie, like whatever, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> whatever that it's an IP that is just, I, you know, it's I'm, like most people, it's just near and dear to your heart. Right. Like I can't imagine anyone who doesn't like the Adams family. So true. You know, uh, I know they recently made an animated movie. I haven't seen that, but um, I, I will at some point. I dig it. Uh, I'm, I'm down for this. Cool. And like I said, Tim Burton being involved, like I hope he's really involved in such as a check. Like I hope he's actually got like a passion for this, you know, like same as like Rob Zombie's The Monsters. Like don't ruin like my cool old creepy TV shows. <laughs> like please don't do that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to check this out. This more than Obi-Wan, definitely. I'm just not for me, but I'm going to check this out. This is more than Obi-Wan. Uh, and it's described as a sleuthing, supernaturally infused mystery charting Wednesday Adams's years as a student at Nevermore Academy. Wednesday attempts to master her emerging psychic ability, thwart a monstrous killing spree that has terrorized the local town, and solve the supernatural mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago, all while navigating her new and very tangled relationships at Nevermore. All right, so, bring it on. Let's yeah, see what you so got, Wednesday. It does. It does have a pretty cool um, synopsis for a story, and again, I like Tim Burton, so I'll. Have we heard anything on Lurch? Has Lurch been cast? Like, have we? No, Uncle Fester, his cousin it, like, is anything on that? Okay. Nope just just um, Morticia, and um, obviously Wednesday and Gomez. All right, this is the three we've heard about. With Thora Birch, was it for Mr. Gomez? He gets to kiss Catherine Zeta Jones. Like that's a great gig. Yes. Thora Birch was attached, but apparently she's not involved anymore. So, all right, I'm down. I'm down. Yep. So, guys, for all of our Adams family's um, friends out there, this is coming. It's coming soon. So look out for it. And we're getting Christina Ricci back. So yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. We just don't know what she's doing. I may go watch Adams Family right now. To be honest, that's kind of like, oh, dude, I should go do that. I haven't watched a movie in a long time. You haven't watched it yet. It's yeah, a, I, I, I mean, Christina Ricci was huge when I was a kid. You know, it's a fun. It is a fun film. The first yeah. one, at least, is a very fun film. So the second one, even you know, I, uh, but the first one definitely. And Angelica Houston's so good, and so is Raul Julia. They're so good. Oh God, wonderful! Um, Just wonderful. So sad that that he, he yeah. passed. But, but you know, at least you have this movie to remember him by. Yeah, it was very, very, uh, uh, very good. So yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe watch the Adams Family movie. I haven't done that in a bit. It sounds it's fun. Like have a good time. All right, so that brings us to the end of the show. Oox us. So before before you ooks us up, tell Ooxus. everyone where they can find you, what you got going on, about your toys, whatever you want to talk oh, about. Man, if you want to see pictures of toys and hear me scream, Ooxus! 
on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. You can follow podcast number one. That's the podcast you're listening to right now, Straight to Gotham, at Straight underscore O underscore G on both Instagram and Twitter. Check out our Facebook group and our Facebook fan page. There's a lot of good interaction there, and uh, you know everything we talk about the show gets posted there first. Uh, check out at Team Yellow Oval. It's a little thing that I do. It's fun online as we celebrate the Oval's return in print and uh, eventually in uh, Andy Muschietti's The Flash movie, whenever that comes out, those darn <laughs> WB delays. Uh, check out my reviews of comic books and TV shows such as Batwoman on Batman on Film Proper. Check out my toy reviews and interviews on Batman on Film YouTube. Uh, I think that covers it. I want to have fun and enjoy Twitter. And I'm telling you, it feels like 1995 out here because I'm enjoying this Batman movie and there's action figures galore. And <laughs> I've got vehicles and fi- I mean, damn, like this is like, this is great. It, it does. It, 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 there's a very like, they, these two movies could not be totally different, but there's a Batman Forever vibe to the Batman right now. And I'm very, very happy right now. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a great month. It's crazy that we have we haven't even left March yet, and yeah. all the great feeling and stuff that has been around this movie. It's been fantastic, and uh, yeah, guys, if you if Pete ever if Pete ever does a video of showing you all the toys he got, you guys will be impressed because there's a lot of Batman toys. <laughs> I dropped me some serious of coin. It's like I so, you know I, I haven't dropped, but I mean I dropped some serious coin on BBS too. But like that's it's different when you're buying stuff for a movie that's like well received. Yeah, you, know, you feel better about it. it feel, yeah, it's different. <laughs> All right, guys. So for me, you know, you can check me out on Twitter at finally33, spell finale33. Uh, same on Instagram. Check me out over there. You can also find my material, some of my material on Batman on film. Uh, I have interviews with Megan Tandy and Rachel Scarsden and Jerry from O'Connell. Batwoman. Yeah, they're from Batwoman. Jerry O'Connell's not, but the other two are. And Rebecca Romaine. Uh, so go check those out on bat bof i have uh, i review titans on the site so if you want to check out the, my reviews for the first couple seasons of titans you can go check that out there and um i've written a couple other pieces that have been out there so you guys want to check them out just search for my name and they will pop up and you can read them over there uh look out for my nick fan followers it's coming i promise you the podcast is coming uh all nicked up it'll be coming up soon and uh you can help us commiserate and but it's been, there's been some positive stuff to talk about with RJ Barrett's emergence and stuff like that. So we'll get into all of that on the podcast. Spin it however you want. You have a great great time, and uh, you know have a little bit of fun with the with the tears. We'll mix in some smiles. We'll have some happy tears as well. I guess that's the best way I can I can say it. Um, look out for us too. We definitely want to start doing live stream stuff again. Pete we gotta and I do been, that again. We gotta get yeah. back on the saddle, Eric. Get back yeah. in action. Yeah, we have to. I was gonna. I wanted to do a little SOG tonight the other night when the Joker scene popped, but Pete was busy. So I said, go on. I said, you did. I said, call Nico and Zeddy and go live right now. And Eric said, I'm tired. (laughs) No, I just I had a chance to go see uh, the Lost City movie. How Um, was that? It's it's a rom com. It's it's Central Central Book is just beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's what you would expect from that kind of a film. I'll just say that. So definitely go check it out. But I judge it differently. It's on an island. (laughs) Oh, boy. We're back on an island. Back on the island, the old shoe island. So. All right, folks. So once again, thank you for listening. And for Pete Vera, I am Eric Holzman. You are listening to Straight Outta Gotham. And we will see you next time. Booyah! Oopsies.